Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and 2022 starts the third year of this podcast and corresponding blog. I go through the Bible chapter by chapter, guiding you, even if you've never read the Bible before. Right now, I'm going through the Old Testament prophets, revealing how Bible prophecies that were written 700 years before Christ predict not just what was going to happen back then, but what happened when Jesus came. They even predict the end times and last days that are coming true right now. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Hey, new year, new life. Let's dig in. Ezekiel 38. Who are the powerful players in the Gog and Magog war? As I write this, or as I'm recording this, Russia has invaded Ukraine. There are at least 137 dead, both military and civilians, and over 300 people injured. It appears that Putin has been planning this attack for a long time. And you can click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes uh, to check out the latest news items. I've embedded some tweets and some videos in there that, um, well, it's reality. It's what's going on right now. The Gog and Magog War in Ezekiel 38 and 39, 39 we'll cover tomorrow, centers on Israel. Is it next? First, we'll read the scripture and then we'll see what some Bible prophecy preachers have to say. So let's dig in. Ezekiel 38, a message for Gog. This is another message that came to me from the Lord. Son of man, turn and face Gog of the land of Magog, the prince who rules over the nations of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. Gog, I am your enemy. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws to lead you out with your whole army, your horses, charioteers, and full armor, and a great horde armed with shields and swords. Persia and Ethiopia, uh, which is Cush, and Libya, which is Put, will join too with all their weapons. Gomer and all its armies will also join, along with the armies of Beth Togarmar from the distant north and many others. Togarma. Togarma. Togarma, Beth Togarma. Okay, verse seven. Get ready, prepared. All the armies around you mobilize and take command of them. A long time from now, you will be called into action. In the distant future, you will swoop down on the land of Israel, which will be enjoying peace after recovering from war and after its people have returned from many lands to the mountains of Israel, which we talked about yesterday that was happening. You and all your allies, a vast and awesome army, will roll down on them like a storm and cover the land like a cloud. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. At that time, evil thoughts will come to your mind and you will devise a wicked scheme. You will say, Israel is an unprotected land filled with unwalled villages. I will march against her and destroy these people who live in such confidence. I will go to those formerly desolate cities that are now filled with people who have returned from exile in many nations. 
I will capture vast amounts of plunder. For the people are rich with livestock and other possessions now. They think the whole world revolves around them, but Shiva and Didan and the merchants of Tarshish will ask, do you really think the armies you have gathered can rob them of silver and gold? Do you think you can drive away their livestock and seize their goods and carry off plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give them this message from the sovereign Lord. When my people are living in peace in their land, then you will rouse yourself. You will come from your homeland in the distant north with your vast cavalry and your mighty army, and you will attack my people Israel, covering their land like a cloud. At that time, in the distant future, I will bring you against my land as everyone watches, and my holiness will be displayed by what happens to you, Gog. Then all the nations will know that I am the Lord. And this is what the Sovereign Lord asks. Are you the one I was talking about long ago when I announced through Israel's prophets that in the future I would bring you against my people? But this is what the Sovereign Lord says. When Gog invades the land of Israel, my fury will boil over. In my jealousy and blazing anger, I promise a mighty shaking in the land of Israel on that day. That's an earthquake. All the living things, the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the animals in the field, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people on earth will quake in terror at my presence. Mountains will be thrown down, cliffs will crumble, walls will fall to the earth. I will summon the sword against you on all the hills of Israel, says of the sovereign Lord. Your men will turn their swords against each other. I will punish you and your armies with disease and bloodshed, and I will send torrential rain, hailstorms, fire, and burning sulfur. Ooh, remember burning sulfur? That came down on uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. In this way, I will show my greatness and holiness, and I will make myself known to all the nations of the world. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel 38. So who are the modern players in the nations of Ezekiel 38? So the names that are mentioned here are ancestral labels from Genesis 10. And if you go back to Genesis 10, I have a link in my blog to uh, the lesson we did there. That's right after the flood. And Genesis 10 lists all the names of Noah's descendants. And so uh, a lot of these tribes were... Um, uh, took the, took on the names of these people, so and so you'll see all these all these names all these names in there. So first, Gog is a title, like Pharaoh or Caesar. It is a person, not a name. Is Putin Gog? Maybe, maybe not, but he certainly does fit the bill. Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal are all Russia. What's today is Russia. Magog are are the Central Asian stands, Kurdistan, Tajikistan. Um, Afghanistan, all those stands. Gomer is Turkey. Kush, Sudan and Ethiopia. Uh, Kush is Sudan and Ethiopia. Put is Libya and Algeria. And Persia is Iran. When will the Gog and Magog war happen? Well, it could happen before the rapture of the born-again Christians, or it could happen soon after the rapture, or it could also happen during the Great Tribulation. One thing's for sure, it centers around Israel. And I highly recommend a book by Amir Sarfati. It's called Israel and the Church. And I have a link in my blog. It's an, um, I'm an Amazon affiliate. 
And if you don't like Amazon, you can also go get it over at Christian Books, which I'm also an affiliate over there. And, uh, and I highly suggest you follow Amir on Telegram. He is reporting from Israel with everything that is going on. Um, and, um, and also in the, in the bottom of today's blog, I've embedded several videos. And the first, the first one is, uh, from Amir Sarfati. And, um, he says, um, Israel is safe and secure and prosperous right now. So technically the attack from the North can happen at any moment. They will attack Israel for its plunder. So what could that be? So oil, food, water, land. We don't know. I mean, there different people say different things. You know, oil is na- oil and natural gas. They they have they have there. Um, God pulls the strings of history. So Amir um, said today that Isaiah 17 will lead to Ezekiel 38. So Isaiah 17, and I, again, I covered that a, a few week, few, few weeks ago. That's the total destruction of Damascus, Syria. You know, so every day there's bombing there because Iran is in Syria, Russia is in Syria, and um, well, Iran has uh, Hezbollah in in Syria, the, and um, ISIS is probably in there too. You know, so you've got Muslim extremists, um, and you've got Russia in there because Russia is using Syria as their um, uh, their port in the Mediterranean. So Russia's already just right at the north of Israel. But check out some of these tweets from uh, yesterday and today. So there's one here from the Russian Mission UN uh, from this guy named Polyansky or someone or whatever. So he writes, we're concerned over Tel Aviv's announced plans for expanding settlement activity in the occupied Golan Golan Heights, which contradicts provisions of the 1949 Geneva Convention. Russia doesn't recognize Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights that are part of Syria. And you can click on over and read um, um, and (laughs) this 501 replies to this tweet. Um, okay, and then we've got um, from uh, Seth Franzman, not quite sure, he's got a whole um, bunch of tweets on this. So, um, three major global trends and ramifications of the conflict of Ukraine, impunity and new world order. Um, attack on Ukraine may embolden Iran and Hezbollah. Israel and Middle East should pay close attention. And those are from also from the Jerusalem Post. Another one from the Jerusalem Post uh, reads, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin spoke with his Iranian counterpart, Ibrahim Raisi, on the phone on Thursday following the Russian invasion of Ukraine, according to the Iranian Students News Agency. Um, and you can click on into that article from the Jerusalem Post. So... They're partnering up already. I mean, it, what's what's really just mind blowing, um, or or like one of the one of the guys is you just can't make this stuff up. Um, everything that's in Bible prophecy, it's just converging together. It's happening. It's converging together. So why why study Bible prophecy? Why is it so important? Well, you should know by now that God keeps his promises. If he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. 
the timing is what's not so clear. Um, sometimes he says that there's certain things have to happen before this happens. So we've got, so we're watching for those signs, you know, signs of the times. And if you read, um, and um, if you just go over to my blog and you can search for uh, Matthew 24 or just search for birth pains. I've done several articles in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Luke 17 and 21, and Mark 13. Um, those are where Jesus just um, predicts everything that's going to happen. And, and the one that stands out the most is the wars and rumors of wars um, and the earthquakes, famines and pestilences. That is all happening right now. And they're all, as he says, puts are part of the birth pains. So they're going to get stronger and more frequent. In other words, things are going to get way worse before the rapture comes and we're out of here. So basically, um, you know, one of the things you want to do is, is you want to study Bible prophecy. You want to listen and read the works of several preachers and teachers. Read the Bible passages over and over again. Then call on the Holy Spirit to help you discern what makes the most sense and what is the truth. Pray before you study the Bible and ask God to open your heart, mind, and eyes to understand his words. The question is, are you ready? Are you right with God? If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven after you die or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen at any moment. Maranatha, come Jesus, come. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there is a prayer in the show notes. You can click on over to my blog. The link's in um, there. Um, and click where it says, how to invite Jesus into your heart. And like I said, I so I've got uh, three videos, actually. So I have Amir Sarfati, Gog and Magog. Um, I have... Um, uh, Don Stewart, um, talking about the real players of Ezekiel 38. And then I've got um, end time headlines, um, how Putin could be thrusting us toward the war of Ezekiel. Um, so uh, very interesting videos. I've watched them all and they're very pertinent to what's happening right now in the world. Solideo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Are you a born-again Christian with Catholic friends or family members? Have you struggled with how to bring up the truth of Jesus' salvation? I had the same problem, so I put together a free ebook, The Catholic Mission Field in Our Backyards. It's a guide to help you start the conversation and plant the seed that will get them thinking, am I missing something? Check it out. It's a free download on my website. You'll find the link in the show notes. Oh, please. Let me know if it helped you. If you're a born-again believer helping a Catholic friend or family member start reading the Bible, it's a great idea to give them one. But which version or translation would be a good one for them? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. 
and I know many evangelical Christians are very much attached to the King James Version. That's fine if that's what you grew up with. Remember, Catholics have grown up with priests and nuns telling them they don't need to read the Bible. All they have to do is trust the church to teach them what they need to know, only they don't, and that's the problem. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and thous and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version or the NIV, and that was the best for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New King James Version, or NKJV, and the New Living Translation, the NLT. I'm now an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen three study Bibles that would be a great gift for that Catholic or progressive friend whom you'd like to help get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. They are also a great, they're also great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. And by the way, all commissions will be donated to one or more of the Bible translating ministries listed on my site. So give the gift of the word of God and help spread the word while you're at it. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.